0: Before we hop into the episode, I wanted to say a quick shout out to Kia Williams. You didn't get a shout out or a mention in the show, but we remember you and we love you. <laughs> we really love this episode and hope you enjoy it. It's a little bit of a longer one, but you know, the show came back, so we got to do a little bit of a longer one. <laughs> Welcome to Film Study, an all-American podcast with Lexi. I'm Lexi, and all-American is back, and all-American homecoming premiere, but right now we're talking about the flagship show, and we are here to review episode 408, Walk This Way. Uh, it was a jam-packed episode. Uh, my guest today, uh, don't, don't say nothing yet, but my guest today has been requested he was on a little break for a minute we won't get into why but he was on a little break for a minute and now he is back and my guest today is jason welcome back to the (laughs) pod how you doing
1: i'm doing good i'm doing good how about yourself i'm glad to be back you know it's been it's been too long
0: (laughs) i'm doing good as well so, off the bat, uh let's let's get into it. What did you think about the episode?
1: I thought it was a, a really good episode. It was definitely it was definitely packed. Um and you know, uh as we get into it, um, we'll talk about it a little bit a little about about everything. Um but uh I guess I guess I really like uh well I did and I didn't like, you know, uh like the beginning and the end for Spencer, I would say. But we're getting that a little longer
0: wait 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 you you didn't like the beginning and ends for spencer like
1: the way the way they set it up, I didn't you know
0: mm okay, okay well we'll we'll get into that, yeah, yeah, uh, I thought it was a I thought it was a good episode, considering that uh they're ending right, it was that whole thing at the end, which well again we'll get into. But it was that whole thing at the end about like them starting a new beginning. Um, so I, I thought it was good, but it was it was very particular in the sense that they were wrapping up storylines, but they didn't fully wrap up storylines that I thought that they were gonna wrap up. And it didn't feel it didn't feel all the way like an end. Like the only thing it felt like they completed was high school. It didn't feel like they completed that stage of their life, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, it, it makes sense. It makes sense.
0: So right off the bat, uh, we'll talk about Asher first. He His whole storyline, his whole thing was that, um, you know, he was talking with Jamie, the new girl that we met during prom, and uh, he was, like, looking through Coastal California's pamphlet for their athletic training program, I'm assuming. I wasn't sure if it was, like, actually their football program or athletic training or, um, you know, something else. Like, do they, I don't think that they have a coaching program. Like, it would have to be something related to athletic training. So anyway, he was looking through that, um, and Jamie sort of encourages him to go for it. And it's like, at this point, how many episodes do we have to spend (laughs) on Asher just admitting that he's going to coach? Like, it's, it's still to this day. he's like oh I don't know I don't know and it's just like just say he's a coach let's this has been the longest band-aid rip off ever and we just want it to be done um but yeah he was saying uh he wanted to be a coach but he you know couldn't take out two hundred thousand dollars in loans which is definitely a lot of money and so Jamie asked his stepdad um basically for the money um, when his stepdad walks over, and you know, Asher gets upset, says he's not a charity case, um, and that he's he's already dated the girl that uh, has taken care of his problems, which was interesting, um, and so he was very upset about it. But then, after seeing the struggles that Spencer went through, right, he humbled himself a little bit, accepted the money, says you know he doesn't want to make life harder than it is, and then. Um, You know, basically says, you know, I'll work for you to his stepdad. uh, And like is saying, I'm only going to accept it for the first year, work to pay it off. And like, that's, uh, that's how I want you to help me. Um, And then at the end, like he calls Jamie and tries to apologize. And I was just like, we've seen this story so many times. (laughs) Repeat, like how many times am I going to watch Asher apologize? So it was just a very, very Asher storyline. What did you think about it?
1: Well, well, I, when I when I initially saw it, I'm like, and and uh, I was thinking, like, yeah, he he don't he don't like any girl helping him out, you know, like as he as he said, you know, I. Re-
0: now, now he was surely asking Olivia to help. That's <laughs> well, true,
1: true. That's true. That's true. You're right. You're right. You're right.
0: But <laughs> he's definitely had to grow to this point.
1: <laughs> but um. Yeah, it was just like, you know, I think he thought of it more as an insult to him than, you know, helping him. And, you know, right. Like you said, he, he felt he felt humiliated and in, in front of uh his his stepdad. And I don't think he, he liked right. to feel humiliated. And um it was just like you know, like you said, like how many times is he gonna have to apologize to a girl on this show? You know, it's been it's been one too many times and it, it, right. it gets hard, you know, like, you know, I'm tired of this, seeing this. Like, like, it's just like, yeah, what's the I point? Yeah, I just
0: want something new. Right? Like, we can't see Asher. And even, even, even his coaching story, right? Like, why is it taking this long to just say he's going to be a coach? Like, even today, Jamie was like, oh, I'm not, you know, in the episode, Jamie was like, oh, I'm not going to, I'm not talking about you playing. Like, why are we even still talking about him playing? (laughs) I don't understand. We saw this coaching thing coming a long time ago.
1: Yeah. And, I like, I think what they're doing is they're trying to keep a back door to him playing, I guess. Like, I guess I can see that happening at some point in time. That's true. You know, so they're going to try to do whatever they can to, you know, not focus on him playing or being a coach and, you know, he's going, keep trying to flip flop, you know, and he should just be a coach. He, 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 he did an excellent coach at Beverly, you know, just being like an assistant uh, to uh, coach uh, Montez and stuff like that.
0: Right. Well, and it's not like he doesn't have connections because Montez's husband works at coastal California. If they're still following that, like that same storyline. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, oh, they only take on a few assistants. Like, I'm sure Montez could put in a good word for him yeah. to have the coaching job. Um, and he shouldn't have any problem with that because uh, a couple months ago, he was telling Montez, oh, why didn't you tell your husband <laughs> that I wanted to go to Coastal Cal? Like, uh, I can't. Anyway.
1: Yeah, like he felt like it needed to, be, to to have, you know, to be given something. And now, you know, he just like, he, he don't want to take anything, you know, from, you know, like his stepdad and, you know, he evolved, but he's still, you know, still the same old Asher, you know, uh, getting mad at, you know, the girls upset Olivia for, for trying to help him and stuff like that.
0: Right. Right. Um, so that's, that was Asher, um, moving forward, uh, you know, someone who has absolutely nothing to do with this Asher storyline, G.W. <laughs> as we suspected, as I predicted, right? Like G.W. is not dead, um, but he is struggling um, so much so that he has a health aid that comes to to help him that Billy and Laura have hired. Uh, honestly, I'm gonna keep it a buck. This storyline was a little bit too real for me because I live with an elderly family member. <laughs> and it is it is a journey, so it obviously g w was like mad at this health aid, like right, like she's changing my t v channel, she's going to my drawers drawer, like all of that stuff <laughs> um, and Jordan sort of sees this uh and he he tries to help g w goes back home right, frustrated and annoyed uh quick thing on this tay was not being Billy when he was dancing, tay was being tay. <laughs> Like, I'm sure they were like, we need a little intro for this, uh, for the, and a little transition into Jordan storming into the house. So can you just do something? And he was like, Oh, let me, uh, let me dance. Let me dance. <laughs> um, so that was a cute moment, but anyway, Jordan storms in and yells at Billy, like he so often does, uh, and says like, Oh, you know, whatever, like you're, you're ridiculous. Uh, you need to go down there yourself, blah, 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 blah. So Billy ends up going down there himself. Uh, predictably, he and GW get into a fight um, because, you know, GW is really struggling. He's struggling to do the glass of water. But here's what I don't like about Billy. And he, people really need to check them on this. And thank goodness, like, Laura was checking him throughout that lunch or whatever it was that were having. But why is he yelling in this man's face? <laughs> What did you think about that?
1: Um, I thought it, I thought it was interesting, especially for him coming off a heart attack. Like, it's like they got a love hate relationship, you know. Like right now, you know, even though they they you know they're trying to get it on the amends and you know grow together and you know be a father son. I think you know Billy is an alpha, GW is an alpha, so like you know. They just go on, you know, yell at each other because, you know, GW like I don't need no help, you know, you, and Billy like you do need help, you know, so like let me give you this help.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, but you're right. Is like they they are very, they are very alpha. But the thing is, it's like with Bill, like even getting frustrated at a, at at a uh, at a parent at an elderly family member to your point, like he just had a heart attack and probably was this a month ago. I think they said a month had passed. So I just don't understand why Billy continuously yells in this. And I wouldn't be surprised if they're leaving the door open for some like anger management for Billy, because (laughs) he just does too much. He does too much too quickly uh, for no reason, because it was very much uh, reminiscent of when he yelled at Olivia uh, after uh, Spencer told the family that she relapsed um but yeah I just think Billy needs to get his yelling his yelling in order
1: yeah I think um I I, I think Billy you know like it's, like in Billy' mind it's like his way or the highway and if you like do something you know that you know he feels you shouldn't be doing then he gonna start yelling at you right right
0: um and so that was uh, that, was that. Uh, GW kicks him out. Um, Laura continues to help him. And I I just really appreciate Monet. I love when she gets more to work with and actually has scenes where she's, like, you know, having more than, like, one or two lines of, of dialogue. Because I think she does really well. And she had that really nice moment with uh, GW where, you know, she's just, like, you know... Uh, whether or not you kicked me out because you were trying to get back at Billy or that you've just grown to like me, right? Like, I I love you, and it's a, it doesn't matter if you, like, throw things or yell or do whatever you're going to do. I still love you, and I'm still going to be here for you. And that really, I think, calmed GW down because he really did, right, want someone there. It's just when you're that age... Right, and you're so used to being independent. Think, think about how independent GW was. Like, he was getting them checks from Billy for sure. We know from <laughs> season one, but he was living alone for a really long time, like taking trips by himself for a really long time. Uh, and what Billy's uh, mom died when he was in high school. So, that's a really super long time if you think about the fact that Billy went to college, graduated college, went to the NFL, had a whole entire family and a whole entire career. Um, and yeah, in the NFL and then a coaching career and still like they weren't connected. So think about that amount of time that GW was alone and now he has to learn to be like with other people again. Um, Yeah. And so that's not an easy thing to transition to. uh, and, and, And I understand that. So I appreciated the way they executed the stories because I think it's so realistic to what people go through when they have situations where either an elderly parent or an elderly family member um, just sort of starts to take a turn for, unfortunately, uh, the worst and just has some health challenges. So I appreciated that. And you know, at the end of that, uh, you know, Spencer gives Billy advice about talking to GW or whatever. So he comes to talk to GW and uh, he, he and Laura, you know, say like, we're gonna be there for you. Billy's just like, it's really hard for me to see you like this. And to be a bit understanding of Billy, right? Like he did. He already lost one parent who had extreme health struggles, right? And so to see his dad, the only one that he has left, uh, the only parent that he has left, plus knowing their complicated history, it, it was difficult and I appreciated that he said, you know, it's hard for me to see you like this, but it's also difficult, I'm sure for you, being in pain. So I really appreciated how they they executed that story and wrapped that story. Yeah.
1: Up. Um, I, I thought, you know, it, yeah. Mama Laura, you know, she, she was, she was the savior for that, you know, um, for helping GW. Cause she's like, she didn't really like argue with him or anything. You know, she, she knew that, you know, he was independent, you know, basically almost all his life. Well, not all his life, but like his adult life. Um, and um, as the, as the word Billy, you know, I would say probably in his mind, he, he, he always saw his dad as independent, but he, in that moment he saw him as weak or something like that, you know, like a weak old man that needed, needed help. And, you know, he was just trying to in Billy own way, just trying to help, but it, it was hard for him. And, and, you know, uh, and I think it, you know, like you said, it's a real life situation. So they did do an excellent job of the execution. Um, right. And, uh, we also can tell that, you know, Spencer is Billy's best friend, you know, because, <laughs> you know, they just sat there and had they that, did. you know, had that talk and, you know, Spencer giving him advice and, you know, tell him, you know, like if in Dr. Spears' words, you know, that would, that would mean you traumatized and stuff like that. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. I thought that was, that was funny that Spencer said that. <laughs> Not funny, but it was just like, I just love when they randomly, uh, Put in like different, different mental health like code words. Mm-hmm. Traumatized. Oh, you know it was your stuck boy. Like just it's 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 hilarious to me. Um. But yeah, right, right. And so it'll be interesting to see where that story goes moving forward. Um, and I'm sure we will talk about that once we get to predictions. Um. But moving right along. Uh, <laughs> as much as I'm annoyed and not even annoyed but as much as it's like I'm, I'm ready for a new Asher storyline I just don't want to keep seeing this one, this next one that we're going to talk about <laughs> like I would rather like give me GW uh, and the Laura and Billy dynamics, give me Asher and Jamie right but please stop giving me this preach Amita coop situation <laughs>
1: Uh they feel like they I'm need tired it. of it. They they feel like they need it. You
0: know? I'm tired of it.
1: <laughs> they love it.
0: You feel like they need they, it?
1: They well, I don't feel it. like they need they it. I think it. that's like in their you, mind you know, they, they like it, so they're gonna like keep doing whatever they can the the keep prolonging the storyline.
0: But does the audience want it? <laughs> does the audience want it though?
1: The the coop troop the probably want it, you know
0: that's true jen the one member of the coop troop fan no i'm kidding coop has multiple fans multiple fans but uh yes so preach and amina um amina had was coming up with a black eye got into a fight at school we're assuming we don't even know what happened you know preach is picking her up and he's basically trying to get information out of her and she's like stay out of my business that's pretty rude not gonna lie not gonna lie
1: like, that was, like, me. You really got the butt whooping talking to our parents like that.
0: Right, right. Um, yeah, she was like, if you're not going to tell me your business, you need to stay out of mine. And that really shook Preach, which is shocking because I don't feel like it should have. I feel like, I mean, and it, maybe it's because being a dad is so new to him. Um, but it's like, Preach, you're like, Street smart, like gang member, like, come on, what do you mean? You go into these high schoolers. Yes, high schoolers, uh, they just are graduating, right? But they're still young people talking to patients and cooping like, I don't know what to do about Amino. Sir, <laughs> what? <laughs> You're not going to talk to nobody your own age?
1: I mean, no, but, I know
0: that's the way the story but, set up
1: like the way it's been been gone i don't think he at least to my knowledge of me watching i don't think it's been an adult member that he has talked to or anything like that um to actually you know for him to go to so i guess that's why he gotta go to cool
0: yeah no i agree and i think that's absolutely the way that they set the storyline up i just think it's interesting and when we talk about predictions i i just yeah it's It's another case of, like, the Billy and Spencer relationship, but I feel like that makes a little bit more sense than Preach and Coops does right now. Um, But anyway, I'll talk about that when we get to predictions. But he tells Coop and uh, Patience about his struggles with Amina, and uh, Coop, uh, Coop starts waxing poetic about, you know, you you can never get to sleep when the fireworks go off, but but eventually and I'm like, what are you even talking about? What was she talking about? Like I understand, but it it's just it was a lot. So anyway, she's again trying to give him advice about oh it'll blow over. Patience and preach are actually like, you know. Maybe we should just be straight up with her. Like, Patience is like, be straight up with her. She has questions. She's not going to stop asking these questions. Preach is like, you know what? I grew up on the street and, like, this is what it is. I just got to tell her what it is. And Coop was the one that was just like, nah, nah, like, it'll blow over. You know, we just have to, like, she won't always have these questions. Da 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 da. You can't tell her that you shot her mom, blah, 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 blah. And of course, Preach is trying to protect Coop because she didn't actually shoot, obviously, Mo. And, um, but everybody, everybody knows that Coop officially, because that's what she told the cops, shot Mel, um, because of like, uh, was it, uh, self-defense. Mm-hmm. Um, so they leave that, they leave that meeting and it's not really settled, but Coop was like, it'll blow over. Coop then talks to Spencer and <laughs> here is my other problem, right? Like I just, Coop talks to Spencer on the swing set. And is like, yeah, Preach Preach said that Amita will just get over it. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Coop, you were saying that Amita will get over it. What are you talking about? Preach said that. I'm really confused. She's over here telling Spencer oh yeah, I don't know, I'm worried. And it's just like, you wouldn't be worried if you had just gone along with what Patience and Preach were trying to tell you and just tell her the truth. And now you're trying to act like they, especially Preach, are the ones that's just like, oh, it'll just blow over. When you were talking about fireworks two seconds ago, what are you talking about?
1: She was secretly hoping Spencer would give her, you know, some knowledge to help her out a little bit. That's what she wanted.
0: Clearly, clearly. Um, and so, anyway, she leaves that conversation. They switch, and we'll we'll talk about what they talked about in regards to like Spencer and his future yeah. in a second. But th- uh, they talk about that, and it sort of ends on this sort of unknown note. But then what happens is Coop's and in- Coop ends up talking to Amina, saying that she she shot Mo. Uh, and Amina is just like, oh, but I thought my dad said you had nothing to do with. it and Coop is just like, yes, I shot her. In this monotone, and again, this is like there's just every single point on this list of this storyline just gets me up, like <laughs> more and more upset. Because Coop talks to Amina in this monotone voice and is just like, yes. I shot your mother, like doesn't even try to say, oh, but your mom was sort of like, I know this is hard to here, but your mom was doing bad things. I shot her in self-defense. None of that comes out of her mouth. Like if you're gonna go over Preach's head, number one, why didn't she talk to Preach in the first place before doing all of that? But if you're gonna go over Preach's <clears throat> head to tell his daughter something that is a lie anyway, how are you just gonna say point blank, oh yeah, I shot your mom. And then what upset me is that Coop was shocked when she walked away. Like, she was really like, oh, she, she didn't stand here and hear me out. Like, you did not say, like, I did it in self-defense. You were literally like, yeah, I, I shot her.
1: <laughs> like, like, wasn't you just like, telling, you know, why? Uh, preaching uh, patients that if you, if preach told her that he he shot her mom, she, that she would look at him differently, you know, so like like how was you shot right like how could you be shot
0: right well that's the thing is that's like at least if you're going to go with the official lie which whatever like makes sense it builds up your credibility for the police or whatever because you still got to worry about that because we ain't heard if the investigation is over So you're telling this little girl this lie, but you're not even saying why. And that's what I had a problem with. The fact that she was just like, yes, I shot her with no explanation as to why that occurred. Um, And I understand, like, you're ruining the image of the mom. But Coop, you're ruining the image of yourself. Like, (laughs) I don't. It's just and not only the image of herself, but she didn't even think about the blowback that, like, oh, and my dad lied to me because he said that Coop wasn't involved. Like, Coop just did not think this through. Um, and she thinks that she has this under control, and I'm not understanding why that's her thought process with this. I'm, uh, obviously, audience, as you can tell, I'm really upset.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, that The, the storyline cringe. I don't know if, like... What my thoughts on it right now is because, like, I'm still processing it and everything that went on in it. But you know, I will say that, um, Coop didn't follow her own advice, Facts. you know, she wanted to do her own thing. And You're
0: going rogue,
1: it's like, you know, yeah, she going rogue, so it's going, it's going like, I guess, like, I uh, say it's gonna come back to honor, and you know, I, I guess I'll get more into that when we do the predictions and stuff like that. Right.
0: So, on to the more. Uh, this was like the relative calm in an episode where a lot was going on. And I, get, it, I guess it's because new storylines weren't necessarily introduced. It didn't feel like a lot to me, but just having us talk through it, a lot actually did happen. Um, and, you know, Layla and Olivia are considering their futures. We'll touch on Layla uh, first in that she you know, is getting ready for graduation. She's a valedictorian. She is, um, preparing her speech. Uh, and her dad, even though he said that he was okay with her taking a gap year, like her dad sets up this meeting with, I think, the, uh, music department's, uh, director at Coastal California, which was, (laughs) it was interesting that they tried to connect her to Coastal California. I just thought that was funny. Um, because that's obviously where JJ, it looks like JJ and Asher are going to go. He sets up this meeting for her. She's freaking out about it. She tells uh, Olivia and, and Simone about it. And they're just like, Ooh, that is interesting. Um, has the meeting. It sort of comes from the meeting is, is a little bit shaken from that meeting with the director because he, you know, outlines all of these cl- uh, classes about music theory that she just doesn't have that grounding in. And so she's in the studio and she's sort of thinking about that, like thinking about that meeting and thinking about how much she doesn't know. Clay comes to her real quick and is just like, oh, you, you know, you're so great. Like, oh, you're doing it. Like, da-da-da-da-da. Let me set up this meeting for you. And so we get Jojo on the show. Oh! My queen, I stand Jojo. but, But her character's name is Sabine. She's you know, this mega artist who's been in the business since she was 10. Uh, So Layla meets with her. Uh, Sabine is like, I want to work with you. Uh, And basically gives her this little pep talk about like, you know, dealing with people who, dealing with people who think that they know more than you, but they actually don't. Um, And like, you know, standing in your womanhood and just knowing that you have like worth and value and that you bring you bring good things to the table. I'm wondering how they will use JoJo's character going forward and how it's going to be a little bit more relaxed. So anyway, gives her that pep talk. And then, you know, Layla gets the idea for her valedictorian speech uh, that ends up being like, you can chart your own path. So that was that storyline. What did you think
1: about it? Um, I thought, I thought it was interesting because I, I find Layla to be very smart and you know like like i think i had said something about you know maybe layla going to college at one point in time and um you know i was like yes you know maybe we are going to get layla going to college but you know i don't think she actually going to college anymore but uh you know i think i think in order for you know like uh her to progress, she got to keep doing what she doing, you know, furthering her, you know, her producing and, and, and songwriting and all that other career. And maybe she might do a song or something on there. I don't know. But, you know, I would say, like, for her to, like, I think she was, like, just, like, worried about, you know, uh, her her knowledge in, in the music, you know, uh, from the meeting she had with the guy, um, that her dad set up. And, um, it was just like, you know, will you know, I think they were just trying to play it. To like, will it hinder her, you know, or like make her, you know, want to actually go to college or will it make her grow stronger? Cause Layla do know a lot. Right. And I think, you know, in order to improve, on what she's already doing you know she just got to keep doing what she's doing right and you know because you know that's the best way to get uh better in in the field of work you're doing is to keep you know working on it daily and keep trying to improve like like uh clay was telling her you know like um uh you like one of the hottest producers out and you know everybody wants to work with you you know so like screw with screw with the, the the guy said to you you know um it doesn't it doesn't matter, you know, cuz you still at the end of the day, you still the you still one of the best in the industry right now.
0: Right. Right. Well, in that like it was really interesting that whole conversation because you know, she she grew up around this and her dad is the producer in the music business. And so mm-hmm. she does know right. a lot, and so it was really interesting to see her sort of, um, apprehensive about her own ability, apprehensive about her own knowledge, um, and really, like, in a, in a more, uh, vulnerable state, like, even with Clay, it was so interesting how, uh, how it was played, like, how Greta played that, because I was just, like, you know, she, she could have, it could have been taken as, you know, this meeting really frustrated me, and he doesn't know what he's talking about, And still, like riffing off of that, like still being like, oh, but like, is he right? But it was like, oh no, he like he's right. Like (laughs) it felt like she thought he was right. Um, So that was interesting, and I'm it'll yeah we'll talk about it in the predictions, but they can they can do some some things with that for sure. Yeah, Um,
1: definitely.
0: The other. The other one of my best girls, that's <laughs> for Twitter. Uh, the <laughs> other one of my best girls, uh, who was uh, struggling to um figure out her uh her post graduation plans, Olivia, my absolute best girl. Let me say that right now. <laughs> <laughs> you already know Jason. Um, yeah, I do. And so, Olivia was trying to figure out what she was going to do for college, um, and she had all of these amazing offers, Georgetown, NYU, obviously GAU, or, you know, the golden arches, as I call them. Um So <laughs> she was really trying to figure out where she was going to, um, where she was going to go to school. And she was talking to, back in that same scene with uh Layla and uh, Simone, talking about, like, oh, you know, I don't want to be one of those girls that follows my boyfriend. And they were like, <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> that was so funny. I, I was laughing.
0: So yeah, uh, Olivia was saying that she didn't want to be thirsty and Simone and Layla were just like, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I, too, was just like, okay, okay. Because everybody was just like, you finna pick GAU, which she ultimately did. But it, it's so funny because at the end, and I am jumping around a little bit, but at the end she was, like, you know, telling Spencer that she chose GAU and that she didn't do it for him. But Homegirl got into Georgetown and NYU. Like, those are not tiny <laughs> schools. Those are not... Uh, those are, like really great top universities in the nation. Right. <laughs> and so the fact that it's like GAU and we haven't even established, like we know they have a good football program, but we haven't even established their like academic level. Um I- I'm sure they have a great they have a great program, right? Like yeah. they're I'm sure it's gonna they're gonna make it one of the top universities or whatever. But still, like Georgetown at NYU, like I don't know. They should have chosen something like UCLA or something I don't know. Like <laughs> <laughs> I don't just some other college that wasn't as famous as those other colleges because it, <laughs> I, you're
1: clearly choosing G A U to be with Spencer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I, I think you know they messed up on you know the other colleges because you know like they are further away and like you know like everybody knows like you you're gonna want go to you probably gonna want to go to school with Spencer, you know. So like it's just like you know. What's the point? You know, we all know. Once you said G A U, you know, it's like, yeah, you going there? Other schools didn't right. stand a chance, right.
0: right? And that's what I'm saying. Like, if they had said U C L A or something like that, it's <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was just funny. Um, but a part of the part of the reason why she came to the conclusion of G A U is because she talked to Simone's uh, aunt, Aunt Amara. Uh, who is, you know, we know from the Homecoming pilot, and now the first episode of his premiere, uh, is a journalist professor. Uh, And so she has a lot of information on other journalism programs. And so she uh, basically has this meeting with Liv that Simone set up. And she was just like, you know, it looks like you have options paralysis Uh, And Liv didn't know what that meant, but she was just like using these big words um, and just like, you know, say basically saying word salad that journalism isn't journalism anymore. And it's all about sort of what's hot and what's dropping right now and how social media is used to drop the news and that, you know, editors want you to change your opinion and just like all of this stuff about how journalism isn't real journalism anymore. Which, you know, is true. But it's really interesting because she said, you know, she was like like real, sort of like real journalists do all of this work just so some toddler with a social media account can tweet it out. And again, her, the essence of her argument was true, but I don't know if the writers intended it to be this way. But the second time I was rewatching this, I was like, this is like low key shade, and I don't think it was intended to be. Is yeah. what I'm saying by the writers, but this was low key shade to Olivia having a having a podcast, no. right? Dropping the footage, <laughs> like, like, of like Amara's literally low key coming for what Olivia has done. That at, at first, that even got her interested in journalism. So it was, and I don't know if that was like actually the intention it was like really unclear if that was the intention was to come after Olivia, but it was just really weird.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, and so, and I know what she was trying to say, but it just came out, it it just came out odd. And then she, you know, comes back to Olivia to say that she was testing her to see if she really wanted to pursue like real journalism and be a journalist with integrity. And the other thing is, like, I'm okay. That's all well and good, but like, why was she testing Olivia in the first place? <laughs> I'm
1: really confused. I guess she wanted to figure out if she she'd be a good journalist or not, you know. And she's but journalist.
0: why would she need to figure that out? She's not going to bring Stan? <laughs> like, I don't. I understand in a sense where this is coming from. Mm-hmm. Like, we all family. Like, you're connected to Simone, and yeah, and like all of this, but. Amara does not know Olivia like that to be testing her and being like, oh, I was just trying to see if you're really cut out. I just did not <laughs> I just didn't get it. I didn't. <laughs> and the thing is, I like, I got it, but I didn't get the purpose of why she was trying to test her because it's, you know, she can do whatever she wants. Right. right? Like, even if she wasn't, even if she was in it to like drop a, you know, be that person that drops tweets or whatever, okay, so she's that person that drops tweets or whatever. Like, that has nothing to do with you. I just didn't, it was just really funny to me that she was trying to test her.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think the whole storyline was interesting because, like, like I said, like, everybody knew where she was going, you know? So, like, you you really didn't, like, need no storyline for that. But I guess, like, because they wanted, like, to pretend, like, you know, they uh, that Olivia didn't, Know what she wanted, to, where she wanted to go, or what was going to be best for her. That um, you know, they they had this this idea for her, like you know that like I don't know where I want to go, you know, or they they didn't want to make her seem like you know she was just following Spencer. That's what it was, you know. I think, and um, so right, so like you know, uh, like once like when she's like when her uh Layla and Simone was you know together. And like at the when they when the whole thing started, and um, she was like, I don't want to be thirsty, but you know, at the same time, to that, she was like, uh, well, Spencer might not be going, you know, to college, he might get expelled, so yeah, I won't get my chance to right. be thirsty. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like what? like
0: hold up, hold up, because you're making me think of something else that I don't even have down, but you pointing that out is so facts, so a thousand. Because after Spencer was, like, officially graduated is when she made the decision (laughs) to go to GAU. So... (laughs) (laughs) Olivia is my sister, but, like... (laughs) Just be honest and say you go for Spencer. Like, I don't understand. (laughs) And that's what I mean. Like, if the writers had the the execution of this um of this storyline and maybe this is like the way that they wanted it to be like they wanted it to be clear that she is trying to follow spencer but or you know not follow him right. right but like still trying to do what she wants to do and still be close to spencer yeah. um there's I just feel like there was another way that they could have went about it. Like, they could have had her have a real conversation with Amara, like, where Amara is just like, well, you know, like, GAU has a, like, strong social justice bit. Like, literally could have said that or something that actually is grounding for why she chose GAU, but this weird, like, I'm trying to test you (laughs) uh, to see if you're a real journalist. Like, I don't... (laughs) i don't think it landed like quite as it should have because it if their intention was to make the audience think that olivia did not do this like for spencer or like having spencer be a big reason why she did this then i think that they did not execute that (laughs) they they did not achieve that goal
1: (laughs) yep yep um yeah so i yeah it's like like i said you know um it's just like the whole storyline was just trying to, trying to like I get they they wanted they wanted the audience to feel like she wasn't going for Spencer, but they also wanted the audience to know that like she's going for Spencer, you know. She was going for yeah. Spencer. It's like so <laughs> it's like, what's exactly. the, it's like, what's the point? You know, what's the point of you know all this? Like, I can see if they was like trying to like low key like you know uh, see if she like try to pit interest in her going to like Brinkston or something like that, then, but you know, they wasn't trying to do that. So like, you know, at the end of the day, I don't think it was a point for her to meet with Simone, you know, uh, aunt because, you know, she not going to Brinkston, you know, I mean, I understand that, you know, her, her, her aunt run a program, uh, uh, journal program at Brinkston, but you know, still,
0: and that's the thing. Like, even if they had shown, like, I think in the homecoming pilot, they said, "Oh, you know, we're seeing if Liv wants to apply here yeah. or something." Like, Liv was the person before Simone. Like, that was might be might have been interested in applying to Bringston. To, to so, even if she had applied to Bringston, um, and like. Even even if she had applied to Bringston and was like waiting to give them their decision and then was meeting with Amara to say like okay like then that storyline of like Amara testing her would have made sense. Like would have made more sense, um if if she was interested in attending Pringston but because she was interested in these schools that were so far away. And again, like not even, and I think in homecoming, and I, this might be, I might be misremembering mis- this, but I think in homecoming or right after, like Liv was just like, yeah, I want to sort of stay close to home. So why, why, why would they not have her just consider other options in California? Like I'm so confused. Like the whole storyline would have landed a little bit more better it would have been a little bit more clear if they had literally just substituted georgetown and nyu like chose one of those schools and then be like she also applied to ucla she also Mm. applied to stanford like even stanford (laughs) like anyway so that's that's my last bit of rant on that but it was nice to see what i am happy about is that we finally got a sense of like what she is doing for her future so she's going to GAU she's applying to the uh she's applying to the or she got accepted and she's going to be in the journalism school which is exciting um and so talking about that boyfriend oh hers (laughs) um (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) I <laughs> the awkward pause was... um as we know Spencer at the end of the last episode right said that he uh stole the trophy and he was returning it and xyz right principal London has now requested a meeting with Carter uh to talk about basically Spencer be, be, being put on disciplinary review, Jabari is trying to talk him out of it. Um, the gang, the friends, are trying to figure out a way to not have Spencer be expelled, um, or like and have Spencer be able to graduate. And, and Grace is like, you like losing her mind over the fact that Spencer is doing this, right? And Spencer. I almost want to say I don't even think Spencer knows why he's doing it, but he did. We did get a clear explanation of why Spencer was doing it, yeah. and so that is like a grand summary <laughs> of what what this uh, what this plot line was. And on the let's let, let's start with like why Spencer was doing it. Spencer was doing it for Jabari. Mm-hmm. As he said, right, he was doing it for Jabari because he thought, and right, not just for the Jabari, for the whole entire s- system. Right. Spencer, right. Uh, what is it? <laughs> Spencer Luther King. <laughs> <laughs> you were doing it for the whole entire system to challenge the system because people were not valuing the lives of all Crenshaw. All Crenshaw uh, students, right? They they divided them into the good and the bad,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and London just wanted somebody to be expelled,
1: uh, right? Like, <laughs> like I think I think that's why.
0: Here's, yeah, go know, ahead. I would say that's
1: I, that's why I didn't really like I liked it, but I didn't like it at the same time because, like, at at one side, you know, he's saying he's doing it for you know, uh, you know, for the system, you know, to, to, to try to change the system and trying to get these the outlook on you know the people who don't you know got a good stability in their family or aren't like good you know athletes and you know um that just do something to get in trouble like you know like once and and you know then they got a bad review on them i would say you know and um and then you know uh like when he was talking to his mom grace mama grace and she was like, I thought Dr. Spears, you know, got you from being, uh, from playing the hero, but at the, at like the, towards like the right. end, you know, I'm jumping around a little bit, you know, it was like, that's what they were trying to, trying to say it. Like he was doing it to be the hero rather than doing it, you know, to try to change the system, you know? And that's what I didn't like. Oh, and I'm going <laughs> to, I don't want to say what I
0: didn't like. I think it wasn't clear like the purpose and this is going back to why I said I don't even think that he knows why he right. does it because to your point we got so many different explanations and for me I don't think that we had the grounding um, as an audience up until like to get a clear reason why Spencer was doing it up until Jabari said like you know my life isn't, like, worth it. Like, X, Y, Mm -hmm. Z. But up until that point, I don't think that we got the sense that Jabari felt that way. Um, And I don't know if it's, like, other dialogue got cut or, like, whatever it was... But it was just like Spencer, you're just like doing this to do it. Like I don't like. Of course, people are going to be held accountable, and not even. And I think like obviously London was just like we just want one name and like blah 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 be expelled. But even London at some point admitted like okay, whoever did it, whoever actually is the one that did it, has to just you know say. Say the purpose, like d- defend their point, right, defend their cause, defend why they shouldn't be expelled, just like Spencer was going to do, so it wasn't it it it, it felt a a bit uneven to me, um because again it like there was there's a point to be made about not valuing people who come from certain parts of town like people who we see as gang members mm-hmm. like the school of prison pipeline that whole right. like that whole that whole system right that is an actual system of injustice yeah. this <laughs> this loose tie to stealing the championship trophy and um, the uh, the the sprinkler system the dro- destroying the gym. Yeah. Like, that's an actually big problem. It's not like people, you know, getting called out in class, like, doing, you know, not being held held accountable for things that aren't a big deal. Like, this was actually a big deal. And to make the point that, yes, people make mistakes, but Spencer was acting like it wasn't a big deal. Like, oh, it was a prank. Yes, it's a prank, but, like, (laughs) there was, like, a half a billion dollars in damages or whatever. I just... It didn't seem like Spencer was taking this seriously, which was weird because the whole point of him returning the trophy was because he took it seriously. Yeah. And like, it's just like you can't tell um, your team, like, how dare you do this and <laughs> answer me, like, literally say this an episode ago, like all of that stuff, then change to, oh, I'm doing it to fight the system. Oh, y'all are all worth it. You hear me? It's like, what are you talking about, Spencer? What is going on? And that's why I say, I don't even think, I don't even think that he knows why he did it. Like he has this idea that it was to fight the system. But what I, and I will tell you what I loved, loved, loved that the writers did. And again, this was intentional, Mm -hmm. right? Is that Billy, uh, or sorry, Spencer eventually said to grace the second time they talked, he eventually said, you know, I don't know why I'm like this. Right. And it's like, finally, (laughs) finally we get the sense that it's just, it's literally, he was just like, I don't know how else to be. Right. And that's when they can actually do some groundwork into actually starting to examine why he has this, um, this complex, right? And then Grace came back with like, it's just, you know, it's who God wants you to be and it's, you know, this and that. And as they continue to evolve his savior storyline, his savior complex, the Superman thing, I just, I, I want to see a little bit a little bit more of a clearer idea of if the adults actually think this is a problem, right? Like, we had Billy last season being like, of course be the hero. He told that to Spencer. And then a couple of episodes later, he was just like, you always have to be the hero, right? (laughs) Grace, in the same episode, in the same episode, Grace is saying like, well, I just don't understand why you are this way. And maybe someday, by and by, I'll understand it better by and by. (laughs) He's just saying this stuff. And then she's just like, oh, I understand the call that God has placed on your life. Like, which is it? (laughs) Which is it? Because I truly think that at this point, Spencer doesn't understand why he is that way. And this is a good segue to examining that now. But if people are going to be so flippy floppy on whether this is an issue and whether it's not an issue or like how to balance this or if he needs to balance it at all that's when it's just like this storyline becomes a little bit a little bit more unclear because it's just like is this something that he's going to work on or is it something that he's going and I think that he should work right. on it right, right. like and I, like I said I, I loved 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 the fact that he said I don't know how else to be because I felt like that was such an honest and vulnerable moment from him because we usually see him and just like oh yo, like it's my job and like stuff like this and him being like I actually like I like this is almost compulsory for me. Like I, I can't stop it. Um, and I think that was the most honest thing that he said. But like for people to help him, like you know, like Carter did, and he was just like, oh, I wasn't gonna say, you know, don't quit your job. I'm gonna take it, or <laughs> like the, like the gang did when they said, I broke into Beverly too, which I called. <laughs> I called the happening, and I called the little private graduation ceremony. Um, but yeah, so for people to be able to help him, it's it sort of, they have to acknowledge that it's a problem. So I just think it's going to be interesting to see how they have the people in his life acknowledge this issue, but I don't think that they can be as flippy floppy as they have been. Yeah. Um, Let me shut up for a second. What did you think
1: about this? Oh, nah. I think, you know, like, I think when the, uh, when it, when his gang, his crew, you know, uh, was just in, in uh, the cafe called i forgot the crenshaw cafe something like that
0: slosses and Slossin's. they were trying to
1: figure out uh you know how to help him and stuff like that and you know jj was the funny. <laughs> yeah was, the, the
0: the first time the yeah. first time out of three that he was just like what's going on he said that so many times <laughs> in this episode <laughs> what's this <laughs> bizarre and,
1: and jj was just like you know uh what did jj say jj was like um you know we can we can, I guess he like implied that they can fight Principal Carter. I mean, not Principal Carter, Principal London. And um, I thought that was so funny. And they like, no, we can't do that. <laughs> so and and right, and yeah. Right. So like, I just I just thought that that moment was funny with JJ. But uh, like, I think you know, I think like to Spencer's point, I think he knew that they was going to see you know like if Jabari came forward, they they was going to see him as a criminal as opposed to you know. Like just a a kid who made a like a, a a bad decision, you know. He made a bad decision, absolutely. And, but it wasn't just him, absolutely. you know. It was other people with him, you know. But for some reason, J- uh, Jabari is the fall guy, you know. And because right. you know he he did have that you know um that robbery you know landscape of it all on like. On the back burner. So, like, they, they, you, I feel like the writers use that, you know, to like try to make uh, Jabari the fall guy in that situation. But, and, and I think that's what Spencer was trying to fight. But, you know, he didn't want everybody to, you know, like, he wanted everybody to see him as, like, you know, like he said, he, he thought every, they was all worthy. And right, and, right, and like just because, because they see Spencer as like some, so they they see Spencer as like the one that saved their school, I guess you know, as like one of, as like the resource, as he said, you know, a couple of seasons ago. But you know, so like I don't think you know they would have been hard on Spencer had it been Spencer, but because they knew it wasn't Spencer. They were just trying to, you know, use the expulsion against them to try to get them to tell it. And, you know, Spencer ain't no snitch, you know, if, you know, if he think it's like, you know, a bad thing that you're doing. I mean, given, given uh, Olivia's situation when he told her parents, but, you know, like he wanted, he wanted, he wanted Jabari to have the same opportunity that he does because he, he saw his, His life being worthy, you know, him having him being able to play football, and you know, maybe one day going to college, and you know, one day playing the NFL. That's what he wanted for him, and he did. He didn't want him to get expelled because he knew they would expel him and they would have locked him up. And at right at the end of the day, I think that's what he was originally fighting for, but it it just got lost, and you know, everything that was going on, and them trying to. Decide whether Spencer played a superhero, or right. you know, or what he was really doing it for.
0: Right, right. And again, I, I, I'm agreeing with your points. I think it was very clearly that Jabari had had a previous record. I just, I just wish a little bit more time had been focused on that, mm-hmm. rather than like, uh, rather than focusing it entirely on like the reasoning for uh for why Spencer has done this right like we got so many conversations got the gang all preparing (laughs) to see like how we gonna do this how we gonna attack like everybody quiet down quiet we gotta speak one at a time like if we spent more time with Jabari being like I can't like I can't go to jail I just things like that would have made it hit that much harder um because like let's be honest um you know, we found out that Jabari was uh, in trouble a while ago. Yes. It's like a season ago at yeah. this point. So, like, we at, we as the audience, like, need reminders about how serious the situation is because Spencer wasn't really giving that to the audience. He was just like, I'm fighting a system. Like, okay, a system for what? <laughs> like, give us, get, just give us a little bit more information. Um, but it obviously it ended up working out. Uh, Carter sacrificed his job for him. Um it only took three uh three what is this is in the final what is this was uh, his private graduation ceremony again, which I also called so he he and coop got to uh graduate together. Here's what I, I was just like I guess Carter was like technically resigned as the principal, but I was like, why is Billy giving him his diploma? <laughs> small thing where I was just like uh Carter is the whole entire principal or used to be and we got Billy over here in graduation car. Um, a side note right right a side note about that Coop coming through with a cap and gown why was uh, why was Coop being like I stole the trophy like <laughs> you don't even go to either of these schools <laughs> always just want to be a part I'm of something kidding. Coop I'm kidding no, I'm like, no, Coop, like you already in enough uh legal and police trouble as it is. You really wanna <laughs> you really wanna take the fall for five hundred thousand dollars in damages?
1: Right. No but um, something else I I just thought about is you know you know, S- Spencer kinda got Jabari back on on the right road, you know? And He didn't want to. I think he didn't want to see that messed up either, you know, because he saw Jabari doing all this, all this good, you know, help tutoring. Like we don't see it anymore, like on screen. But that's they started a a tutoring, you know, program for like the athletes, so that way they can play, you know, and and uh. So Spencer was like one of the main people who helped Jabari get to where he was, and I don't think he wanted to see that go down the drain just because of, just because of a prank, you know.
0: Right, right. Um, no, absolutely right. Um, and so he got to walk. He got to walk in his dad's uh, graduation garb mm-hmm. on the beach. And you know, we basically ended the episode with the the gang. Um, you know, JJ, Spencer, Olivia, Layla, Asher, Patience, Coop, and um, and Chris, uh, all. Oh, Ryan Simone, and Simone I thought I, there were so many people. I'm like, I was literally about to be like, I'm not gonna name them because I'm gonna forget people, and then I named them anyway. Uh, but yeah, all of those, all of uh, all of them, at the beach, uh, at the, uh, just chilling by the bonfire, and apparently JJ was playing guitar. But uh, they were chilling, and it was basically ended up on the note of like what we talked about at the beginning, which is, you know. Uh how are we gonna stay connected? How are we gonna stay together? Close, all of that stuff. And them just thinking about that, them linking our ar- linking arms. <laughs> 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 and then and then Spencer like doing some like <laughs> so, so quickly, like here's the new beginnings and looking into the camera like almost breaking for fourth watch just like i'm excited for the college episodes. it was just so i mean i mentioned in the predictions i was just like what if they do some disney nickelodeon type stuff and they did it <laughs> They did do the dizzy, But I loved it. I'll tell you what I loved too, is, like, the small smile, smile that, like, Daniel slowly did. How he played that. Like, the small yeah. smile that uh, went on Spencer's face after he said new beginnings. I really like that. And I am excited to see, like, they're about to be grown now. Like, we're past this uh, past this high school mm-hmm. point. So, let's see what they are in summer. Let's see what they are when they, when they start a new school. So, that was where the episode ended. Again, it was a lot. I don't even know... How long this is going to be is going to be at least 50 minutes. I know that. Uh, but let's get into, into the predictions. Thanks for listening to the Film Study and All-American Podcast. Stay tuned for Jason and Maya's predictions.